Hello, health builders. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast created to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is pooping. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover how to have perfect digestion and elimination. I couldn't help myself. My wife asked me what today's podcast was going to be about today. I didn't tell her. I wanted it to be a surprise. Any opportunity that the boys in the Rasmussen household have to use body talk uh, in an appropriate context, we go with it. And um, yes, my wife has uh, three younger boys and then one grown boy, which is me. Anyways, we're going to talk about digestion. Super important because so many people come into my office with serious digestive issues. And if you have a serious digestive issue, you have a serious health issue. So we're going to talk about some habits that you can utilize and start to implement in your life every single day, really easy things to do that will dramatically improve how you digest, assimilate, and ultimately eliminate poop out food. So how often are you supposed to be pooping? Uh, If you were to go to your medical doctor and ask them this question, they would give you probably a pretty ridiculous answer of, you know, for everybody it's different. You know, it could be every other day. Uh, For some babies in my office that come in and they say, hey, baby hasn't pooped in a week. Is that normal? And their doctor says, yes, it is, which is ludicrous. Insanity. That baby should be pooping about every time it eats. So a healthy baby should be pooping a handful of times a day, not once a week. That means that they have a major digestive and elimination issue. Well, the same is true for adults. So how often should you be pooping? Well, in an ideal world, you should be pooping about three times a day, which when I read that, I was, it just like blew my mind. I'm not doing that three times a day. I don't know very many adults who are doing that three times a day. And then I started to research and dig into the science as to why we're not doing that. And surprise, surprise, it has to do with our nervous system and the digestive portions of our brain being out of balance. But then also what we're putting in our body is very congestive. It does not pass through the way that it's supposed to pass through. So let's start with the food. So digestion, I'm going to Quick overview for people who have not done a lot of research on what digestion is. Digestion starts the second you eat food. Your mouth starts to secrete things that break down food so the nutrients are available. And ultimately, this is this is also another very important fact that doesn't get discussed nearly enough. We eat food for nutrients. We eat food for building blocks for our cells. We don't eat food because we're hungry or it tastes delicious or it's an event, meaning a mealtime event with our family. You know, those are side things and that's a bonus if you can get all of those things going. But ultimately, why we have to eat is because we need the fuel. Now, not all fuel was created equal. And I talked about this on a previous podcast, but it's very important that you understand it. 
if you had the most expensive sports car that exists, which doesn't nearly have the capacity that your own body has, you wouldn't put in the cheap sludge fuel from the gas station. You wouldn't go, okay, I'm going to find the cheapest fuel to put in this thing or the easiest or the most convenient fuel. You would make sure that you're putting in the best fuel because you want that vehicle to last as long as possible and perform as optimally as possible. Well, the same is true for your body. Make sure you're putting in optimal fuel, so really high quality fuel, so you get excellent performance out of your body and then ultimately longevity out of your body. So now we've covered that. Digestion starts when you see food, you start to salivate, and then you start chewing it up. You break it down into smaller pieces. It goes down your throat, into your stomach. Your stomach churns it up into little pieces and it's dumping acid in it and breaking down things. Then it gets into your small intestine. Then it gets into your large intestine, which is also called your colon. And then it is eliminated. And ideally, that whole process is only taking you know an hour or two hours after you eat and then you're eliminating it. But most of us aren't doing that because we're congested, we're backed up, and that means we're being overexposed to waste products and toxins that are in our food because it's not passing right through the system. It's just sitting there, stagnant, backed up, and those toxins that the body doesn't want to absorb start to leach into the bloodstream and then you have other issues like i said if you have digestive issues if you're not assimilating the nutrients or you're being overexposed to toxins you have a health problem and tums and miralax and all the other crazy stuff that we throw at it these days is not helping it at all. In fact, there was a demonstration done with Pepnobismol where if you pour it out onto a plate and then let it dry, it basically turns into a rubber frisbee. So when you take Pepnobismol, it lines your intestines with that, with basically plastic. And what does plastic do when it lines your intestinal walls? Well, I'll let you use your imagination to figure that one out. So how are we getting so backed up and how are we ending up not absorbing and breaking down food the right way? Like I said, two major culprits here. We'll start with the food that we're eating, not great food. We're not eating great food. We're eating a lot of food that is congestive versus food that is an eliminator that helps you eliminate food. And no, I'm not just talking about basic fibers. I'm going to take you through this list just so you understand it, but I'm going to keep it really, really, really simple. So I'm not going to break down every single food that is an eliminator or every single food that is a congestor, but I'm going to put them into categories so you can start making better choices when you're putting together your meal plans. So eliminators, think of eliminators as all fresh green vegetables. So if it's a fresh green vegetable, meaning it's not canned, it's not frozen, it's not freeze dried, it's a fresh green vegetable, that is an eliminator. And the other one is all fresh fruit, except for bananas, except for bananas, all fresh living fruit. So not dried, not frozen, living. So those, whenever you're throwing together a meal, you want to have a couple of those on there. You can have one fruit, one vegetable. That seems nicely balanced. Or you could do two vegetables or you could do two fruits. Don't overthink that part of it. Just try and have two eliminators on your plate. And then you have the congestors. And these you don't want on your plate. You want to avoid these if possible. All candy, all cereals, all gum, all soft drinks containing sugar, anything made from flour, bananas, bread, cake, dried fruits, flour, gravies made from flour, honey, jams, jellies, macaroni, molasses, noodles, potatoes, spaghetti, 
processed food. So think about anything that is coming in a box. Likely that thing is a congester. So try and eat mostly live food as much as you can. So that's going to be your fruits and your vegetables. But then the builders, on the other hand, are things that aren't necessarily alive when you're consuming them, like eggs, fish, fowl, lambs, lentils, mushrooms, nuts, pork, beef, avocados, that kind of stuff. That's going to fall under the category of builders. Those help build healthy new tissue. Okay, we're just talking about eliminators and congestors, so we're not going to get into the builders too much on this one. But for simplicity's sake, try and eliminate as much of the congestors out of your diet as possible and start introducing the eliminators into your diet. And just by doing that alone, your energy is going to increase, your sleep is going to be better, and a whole host of other things that you probably didn't think was tied to your digestion. All right, so the next thing when we're talking about digestion has to do with the part of your brain that controls digestion. When your body is in a stressed out state, which most of us are walking around in this state most of the time, it shuts down digestion. Digestion is not important when you're being chased around by a lion. Most of you are walking around throughout your day with your brain thinking that you're being chased around by a lion because you're stressed out. So when that happens, the digestive zone of the brain is not going to function optimally. And what we do in our office is we analyze this portion of the brain, then we rebalance it so your body can move that food along the digestive tract, break down that food, assimilate the nutrients, send it to all the cells where it belongs because all of that is under the control of the brain. And if that portion of the brain is balanced, it will do it perfectly and you will be eliminating more frequently. And when you eliminate more frequently, again, more energy, better sleep, faster recovery, that's a huge one. When your body is able to clean out the waste and then send in new building blocks from when you work out or from when you overexert yourself in life, it's incredible how fast your body will recover and repair itself. So there you have it. Here's your takeaways from this. Number one, start removing the congesters from your diet. Number two, make sure you're getting a couple eliminators on your plate for every meal. And number three, make sure the digestive zone of your brain is in perfect balance. And when you do that, you're going to be pooping like a champ. We'll talk soon. Bye. And now it's time to turn ideas into action because ideas without action are useless. So get to work. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to these podcasts, do it and please leave a review. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can follow us at Health Path Chiropractic on Facebook or Instagram, or you can follow us at pathoutofpain.com. 